I think just continuing to, to keep going, no matter what it is, whether you ever want to run a day in your life or not, no matter what it is, when, when the struggles come and, and they're going to come, I think we all know that at some point we're going to deal with, with adversity. Just keep going and you know the payoff will be well worth it in the end. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, joining us again from the Pacific Northwest. No, it's not Jody Mayberry. It's Amy Robles from WomenEnriched.com. Hey, Amy. Hey, great to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you back. And of course, joining us from Maui, Hawaii, Aloha Kamanzi Constable. Aloha. Jody Mayberry is kind of growing on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought it'd be appropriate to bring in Amy since you, you know, you kind of had a problem with Jody last time. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to get used to having him. <laughs> okay, well, Amy, we're glad you're here. So don't yeah, don't take any of that to heart. So our wonderful guest today is a good friend and fellow Floridian. So I'm excited about that. We're talking with Denny Cray today, Fifty Shades of Cray, right, Denny? Yes, sir. And, and Denny is a husband, father, runner, entrepreneur in that order. He's the host of the Diz Runs with podcast where he talks with a variety of runners about running life and everything in between. You can learn more about Denny by checking out DizRuns.com. That's D-I-Z-R-U-N-S.com. Denny, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here, Jared. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so quick backstory, Denny. A couple episodes ago, Kamanzi and I just kind of put it out there. We say, man, if you're listening, you want to be on the show, this is what the criteria we need. Uh, if you take this action, we're going to have you on. And Denny did not hesitate. What was going through your mind when you heard that, Denny? Well, it, it was one of those things where... You know, the title, I believe, of that episode was, you know, your mother was wrong where it doesn't always hurt to ask. And, um, you know, I've, I've never really asked to be on someone else's show. It's kind of one of those, like, I just don't feel right about doing it. And so when you put it out there to, hey, if you want to come on the show, if you want to talk and share your story and whatever, here's what you need to do. I immediately thought I needed to do it. And then I started thinking that, you know, you kind of said to email, you know, some questions in your bio and things like that. And uh, I just immediately thought of, I believe it was Christina Cantor's who had the same type of thing with Pat Flynn, where she sent a video and it kind of stood out. And so I just thought, you're probably going to get flooded with emails. So what can I do to stand out a little bit? And I've been dabbling in YouTube a little bit this year. So I said, shoot, I'll just shoot a quick video and uh, send that their way and see what happens. And here I am. Dude, it was a, it was a mini movie, man. Like you, it wasn't like a short video. Like you went into some meat in that uh, video. So very cool, Denny. I'm gonna uh, share that video on the uh, show notes probably because I think it was pretty awesome. Absolutely. So anyway, Denny, um, you know this is coming. What is the best concert that you have ever been to? Gosh, it's probably got to be. I don't know when it was. Maybe 2005, 2006. We went and saw Aerosmith and Motley Crue at open air at Fort Amphitheater here, kind of near Tampa. Just kind of outdoors. It was pretty awesome. I'm not a huge Motley Crue fan, but it was one of those where I went to see Aerosmith and man, they, I mean, they played for like two hours. And then afterwards, you start thinking of all the songs that they didn't play and they probably could have played for two more and still not had a, a song that you didn't know. It was it was incredible. Oh, I've seen Aerosmith live. That is one of my favorite concerts for sure, man. I, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. The, the only other choice would have been like Beach Boys, but I was like six years old. And so I just didn't feel like that was <laughs> no longer current. All right. But, but I think it's funny, uh, Denny, you did take action we did put it out there and you, you responded. But then Kamanzi basically gives an example. And in his case, it worked. But in most cases, he did what you're not supposed to do. <laughs> no, no. Okay, yeah, let's make that clear. Star of the Dust listeners, you heard the your mom's episode. That is not the way to do it. We were just, I was just joking around here. That's not the way to, to uh, approach somebody or pitch them or any of that. It's not good. But you did it anyway, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do as Kamanzi says, not as he does, right? Yes. 
All good. Okay, Amy, will you kick us off here? Right on. Hey, Denny, a lot of people love to run. You hear about these glorious, amazing stories, but sometimes a race is just miserable. So what's your least favorite race to run? That would definitely be the 5K, which is, I know, one of the more popular races, but for me, it's just miserable. It's, you know, however long it takes, 20 minutes, 21 minutes, 22 minutes of just can't breathe, legs burning, lungs burning, can't get it over with quick enough. So I, as much as I know people love the 5K, I'd rather run a marathon than a 5K any day of the week. Wow. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> I'm going to say not me. Yeah. On this. <laughs> so, um, Daddy, you know that I have taken up running and I've been running for a little bit now. So I'm, I'm of interest with this question. Denny, what state are you most looking forward to being in when you're running a marathon? Like for somebody that's not running a mar- that hasn't or wants to this year, could you tell us like what state they should be in? Maybe even a couple of tips to get ready for a race that long? Well, as far as the state, I mean, there's so many. I think, I mean, obviously, I think you, you probably might say Hawaii since you're out there and it's everything I know about it is beautiful. I've never been there. And so I definitely am looking forward to running there. But I'm really looking forward to going to some of the places in the country that maybe you wouldn't normally go to. You know, maybe maybe you're North Dakota, you're South Dakota, some random places in Wyoming or things like that, that maybe not everybody would want to travel to. But I'm trying to run a marathon in every state. And part of that is to make me go to some of these other states. And I'm really just looking forward to seeing you know, what life is like in different parts of the country than I've ever been to before. So, I mean, I've got 46 states left on the map that I need to get to. So I'm definitely looking forward to all of them. But, you know, Hawaii is probably up there and Hawaii is going to be my 50th state. But, you know, if you're getting ready to to try to run a race, you know, it's just about like anything else. You just got to put in the work and take the time. And, you know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and say, hey, I think I want to run a marathon. And then the next day be able to go out and do it because it takes a little bit more uh, time and effort than that. Daniel, would you consider running a marathon in Washington State? I absolutely will consider it for sure. Danny, does the weather have a factor in some of those states that you want to run? Like, would you go to North Dakota in the winter or something like that? Ideally, probably not. I would if I needed to, although, you know, most of the time, I don't think that the northern states don't often have the marathons in the, in the dead of the winter, just like the southern states don't often have the marathons in the heat of the summer. So it kind of works out fairly well for weather-wise, but you never know that it can be pretty cold and it can be pretty hot sometimes, even, you know, north or south when it shouldn't be. So you just never know what you're going to get. Denny, I, I want to take a segue here. So when I was doing Starved It Out as a solo host, there were times when it was lonely. And then Kamanzi came in and he filled that gap. And now we have a, a tag team approach that we're really enjoying. How could uh, someone who's running enjoy a tag team approach like a running partner? What makes a good running partner? For me, the best running partners tend to have four legs and a tail. I, I absolutely love running with my dog. I, I love running with people, but if you can give me a, a dog that'll keep up for five or six miles, those are the best five or six miles ever. And that's thankfully we have one dog that can't keep up for about five houses, but we have one dog that can definitely stick with me for five or six miles. And so I, I love running with her. I try to take her at least three or four days a week just because it's it's good for her and it's just a, a joy to be able to be out there and, and spend that time with her as much as possible. Come on, he's considering how he can have a, a dog on the house now. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm jealous. We can't, the place we lease says that we can't have any animals and, and I do want a dog, so I'm kind of bummed. Oh, man. So, Denny, I'm a big quote collector and I had, in college, I had a wall just full of all different quotes and it seems like running is like the perfect metaphor for so many things of life. 
Do you have one favorite quote about running? Oh, man, there's there's so many, but there's one that's been credited to a bunch of people. I don't know who exactly is the first one to have said it, but it goes something along the lines of, you know, run when you can, walk if you have to, crawl when you must, just don't quit. Or maybe it's just don't give up. I can't remember. It's one or the other, but it's just, you know, it's it's one of those things where just keep going forward. And obviously, in you know, in running in, in a marathon or in 5K or whatever distances that you're running, I mean, that's kind of obviously the goal is to keep going and, and don't quit. But it, like you said, it, it really translates into other areas of life too, whether it's any area, really personal business, education, just every area of life to me, it, it really bleeds into just keep going forward. You know, as long as you're making a little bit of forward progress, you're going to get there eventually. Denny, do you have a favorite song that has the word running in it? Oh man, Running Down a Dream from Tom Petty is a pretty good one. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> that's that's the first one that's coming to mind right now. But um, that's the answer. That's oh, well, good. Then I don't I don't want to dig any farther. Come on, Dan. Unless you know a, a female artist that has a song. With, yeah, does Taylor? No, Taylor I was no, I was gonna say um, I was gonna say that song Hall of Fame by the Script and Will I Am. There's a part where that run that uh, boxer dude's running in there. Does that qualify? <laughs> it does. It does. We may have to get the editor to to kind of splice that. Because that's a good song, isn't it, guys? Yeah, I'm not going to sing it, though. Maybe maybe Denny will. No, 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 no. Oh, Amy. <laughs> Amy Amy's got a beautiful voice. No, this sing is a family show. Let's just take it. Family show. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it family. So, Denny, is running the ultimate metaphor for different areas of your life? I mean, I've heard it said a lot of time, your life is not a race. It's a marathon. It's kind of become a cliche. But is running, could it can be considered for other areas of your life? Definitely. I, I definitely think so. I, I think that, like you said, the, the marathon, not a sprint or however you want to kind of put that cliche out there has been used a lot. And I think that I kind of think sometimes that it's one of those things that a lot of people say, but until you've maybe done a marathon, you don't necessarily know how accurate that it really is. And maybe by being a runner, I'm a little bit more partial to it. But, you know, I just during the course of a marathon, during the course of running 26.2 miles, there's excitement at the start and then you kind of settle in and things seem like they're going well. And, and at some point you're probably going to hit the wall and you're going to struggle and you're going to question why should I keep doing this? Why do I put myself through this? Why, why am I doing this at all? And so many times that even when I'm having good races, I sometimes think like, man, I could just stop. You know, there's nothing that, that's forcing me to keep going. But then you push through it and then you start to see, you know, kind of the, the light at the end of the tunnel or the finish line, or you just start to realize that you're getting close to the end goal. And it gives you that extra burst of energy or that extra little motivation to keep going and to fight through the tiredness or the fatigue or the soreness or the achiness or whatever it is that you're dealing with. And then when you finish, it's just, it's such a relief. You just feel on top of the world. And, you know, I feel like in my little bit of time is trying to, to build a, an entrepreneurial business and, and support myself. I mean, I feel like I've gone through all of that. I feel like I've gone through that same process in the podcasting journey that I've been on. I feel like I've gone through that in marriage at times and fatherhood at times. I mean, it's just, I feel like that same cycle of, emo of emotions and just trials and tribulations that I know that I've felt just about every time I've run a race, I've felt in just about every area of my life as well. So I, I do think it's close to the one universal metaphor is maybe that I've ever known or experienced at least so far. Well, I could see Denny writing a book and the metaphor of the book is running, but you talking about all the things like all the challenges that you've run into with entrepreneurship and when you were saying that just then, I, I pictured you having a book and called Running Down a Dream or whatever it is. And I think that'd be a really cool book. I would read it. Well, I, a book is at some point in my future. I don't know when, but that would be, that's something that I'm going to uh, tuck away there, that nugget, and then bring that back at some point. What do you think, Kamazi? And I, well, I got to attest that I 100% agree with what Denny is saying. I ran the Maui Marathon last year. 
it was my first official marathon. I had run that distance before. And everybody had told me, our good friend, Zachary Newman, who's been on the show, told me, he's like, look, running a race, like an organized race, is going to be different than doing this on your own. You're going to feed off of the adrenaline of the people. He's like, don't go beyond your pace because you'll burn out. So I'm like, okay, whatever, Zach. <laughs> we, know, we know he's listening to this. So I get on this race. I'm surrounded by, you know, like a thousand people. Like you feel the energy. You're like, let's do this. We start running and I'm trying to keep up with all these people. Like there's these old ladies that are like, you know, no offense to old ladies, but there's these old ladies that are like 50. They're running in here and they're running faster than I am. I'm like, I can't let them beat me. So I'm trying to keep up with them. You know, we're about 13 miles in and I'm like, oh, I just want to die. I want to give up. I want to quit. At that point, I was still a vegetarian. And at every little uh, checkpoint, you know, this is Hawaii. So they were grilling out some Portuguese sausage. They had some uh, <laughs> pineapple and some ham. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm not a vegetarian anymore. I, I want this stuff. I didn't eat it, but I thought about it. But <laughs> coming to the end there after that 26, like I, everything felt like it was burning. It was broken. And I the, the last mile I kept saying, I was running with a friend. I kept saying, I'm never running again. Like, this is it. I'm never going to run again. It's over. And then you get to that finish line and you forget all about it. And how many times have you, have you felt that way in life? Come on, dude. People who know your story know that that's a very good metaphor oh. for what you've been through. Well, think about the people that are listening to this that have, are building a business or they're chasing a dream or whatever. And they're frustrated because they haven't seen the progress. They've done everything that people told them they should do. They know all the stuff, but it just isn't working out. You're at where I was with that last mile where you're like, no, no, this is impossible. I want to give up. And I think Jared and I and Amy and even Denny now in this episode have tried to tell you, you know, just hold on for those last few miles because once you reach that finish line, it'll be worth it. Denny, would you say that's really a good analogy too for starving the doubts is just just keep going <laughs> even when there's a lot of circumstances that might be you know persuading you otherwise definitely i mean you know like, there's always that feeling of of maybe i should just quit or maybe i should just change course or, or give up on this area or avenue or thing that i'm pursuing but no matter what you end up shifting if you decide to shift gears you're still going to run into some of these same questions and these same doubts and these same fears and these same worries that you're facing now so eventually you're going to have to face them so yeah i mean just continuing to keep going continue to move forward like I said, I, I think that that's going to be, no matter what you're talking about, I think that's always going to serve you well. Denny, I'm going to break away from uh, the question I was going to ask you, and I'm going to ask a selfish question real quick. So I used to run. I've gotten out of the habit. Life, family, responsibilities, work, whatever. I would like to get back into running, but now I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I'm not in the shape that I was before. What advice do you have for someone like me who's saying, I'm open to getting back into it, but man, you know, just getting the shoes and going out there, that just seems like you know, that a stressful thing, right? Because I'm not in shape like I used to be. So what advice do you have for that person that is open to getting back out there? Maybe they're a little hesitant. I mean, just start small. You know, I mean, if you're, again, no matter where you are in life, but but when you're thinking about getting back into something like that, that seems big, that seems daunting, that seems like, oh man, I, I could never do this. You know, just start with what you can do. Can you run from, you know, from your house to the end of the block? All right, well then do that. Can you run a little farther? Okay, go a little bit farther. But don't feel like you need to go out there and run a 5K on the first day or don't feel like you need to go out there and run for an hour. I mean, if you can run for five minutes today and then tomorrow you run for six minutes and then eventually you're up to 10 minutes, you know, I mean, you just got to keep biting off chunks that are small enough that you can chew. And eventually 
you know, if you, if you continue to keep putting that one foot in front of the other, you'll, you'll get to where you want to be as far as your running goals are concerned. Do you have any apps that you recommend that are good for people starting out? Oh, uh, there's so many. I've used Map My Run before. I really don't use too many, but that one always seemed to work well for me. Gosh, I don't really know of them offhand because I basically just use my watch as, as a GPS mm-hmm. device to know how far I've run. But there's dozens of them and, and there's dozens of free ones. There's dozens of paid ones if you want you know, a little bit more information and access to what it is that you're doing. But I mean, I would just start with a cheap one or a free one, like map my run and go from there. If it's something that, that you want more information on or more you know, detailed information on down the road. Yeah. And I use the Nike running app and that one's pretty nice because it has a social share aspect where you can plug it in on Facebook and people can cheer for you and see your run. And then also you can friend people on there as well. And that one, it gets a little bit competitive because there's like a leaderboard you see where you're at and you're like, man, oh. this person, oh yeah. When, when we started using that, me and my, um, <laughs> my best friend, we started just, you know, running together. And then all of a sudden he was a couple miles ahead of me. So then I had to go out and run and we were running like four times a day to get ahead of each other. So it can get competitive. Well, that's a good thing, but I'd be intimidated to be in Denny's group for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know right now, things are still a little bit slow on my end, but we're, I'm starting to pick it back up again, which is exciting. All right. So speaking of picking back up, I'm going to go back to that question I was supposed to ask you before. What lessons can running teach you that you can apply to other aspects of your life? I mean, I I hate to kind of keep going back, but I I think that that ties in real well with the last question as well. But, you know, just to keep going, just that it's not always going to be easy. You know, I, I know that on one hand, it's easy to know that when you get into something new, that there's probably going to be some struggles. Yet I can't speak for everybody. But I know for myself, every time that, that I think of some new idea for a product for the business or when I thought about getting into podcasting or when I thought about, you know, blogging regularly or YouTube, you know, I always think that it's going to go go easy. You know, it's going to be uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have thousands of listens or thousands of downloads or everybody's going to be reading my post and it's going to go viral. And that doesn't always happen. So I, I think that, you know, in running, one lesson that I've definitely learned is that it's not always easy. And it's, you know, you got to if, if you've got big goals for running, you got to got to play the long game and keep those long-term goals in mind and work towards them. And I think that that definitely applies in business in, and again, just in any, in any other area where things aren't always going to go as smoothly as you think they are, but you know, you're going to have to adjust along the way. And, and hopefully those adjustments will continue you down the path that you're trying to be on to begin with. That's good. Wow. In our society right now, it just seems like everyone's so into instant gratification right now. And so I can imagine people are listening to you and thinking, man, this is awesome that you run. This is awesome that Kamanzi has done all of this and now he's a serious runner. But there's got to be people that are thinking, there's no way I can do this. What would you say to someone that says, I'd love to run, but I can't? It's, I think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, that old saying of whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. If you don't think you can run, I mean, that's the first thing that needs to change is, is you know, what is, your, what is holding you back? Do you think that, you know, it's, oh, running is going to kill my knees or running is, you know, I'm, I'm too out of shape or, or whatever it is. You just kind of need to address what that thing is that's holding you back. But I'm sure Kamanzi can speak to this as well. If you go to a race, especially a big race, you will be amazed at the different sizes, shapes. People that you think couldn't run from here to the end of the block are running half marathons, are running full marathons, are run walking. They're just out there doing it. And, you know, so anybody that's ever told me that I can't run because of, of this reason or that reason, I just kind of shake my head and go, you can if you want to. There's a way, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. And Again, you know, you start small and, and you build up to it, but maybe I've, you know, drank too much of the runner's Kool-Aid, but I just don't believe that there's anybody that can't run if they really want to. Very well said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
when it comes to goals, dreams, desires, what do you think is the most important thing people need to address and to achieve those? Yeah, I think that, and it's not so much specific to running on, on this, you know, for this type of, of topic, but I just feel that health, just physical health, mental health, I mean, health in general, I just feel like physical health has such a, a big role in everything that we do, obviously, because if you're not healthy, you're not able to do your best at your business or do your best to, you know, being a, a family person, you know, being a, a parent or a spouse. And I just feel like, like, we're so bad in this country sometimes about neglecting ourselves and neglecting our health to pursue everything else. We put ourselves last in, in the business world. You see so many people that are trying to work 20 hours a day to build their business to get to where they want to be. And then they're so stressed out or they're in such poor health by the time they're in their 50s that they can't enjoy the fruits of their labor into the later years of their life. Or you know they're so worried about building that business or making the next million dollars that their marriage falls apart or their kids don't know who they are. And I just think that if we take time to focus on our own health, you know, not all the time, but you know, not so much time that we can't do anything else, but enough time to really ensure that we're healthy, then all of the things that we're working towards or all the things that are important to us, we'll get the payoff for because we'll be around and we'll be healthy enough to be there to experience it, to go through it and to reap those rewards that, that we've worked so hard to receive. So I think that if no matter what it is that you're trying to do, no matter what your goals, your dreams or your desires are for the future, you need to worry about your health now and in the future. You're never going to, your dreams are never going to pay off the way you think that they, the way that you hope that they will. Oh, Denny, that's good, man. I had a situation last year where I was under a lot of stress and actually went and saw the doctor and they prescribed blood pressure medication for me because I had high blood pressure. And I got to say, getting that like made me realize, dude, I'm still young and I'm already having to do that. Like I've got to make some changes in my life. So I've started making those changes and I'm trying to work my way up back. So your word is very timely for not just me. I'm sure there's other people listening that need to hear that. Well, thanks. And you know, and it's just like what Amy said a few minutes ago about everybody wants things now. And that's why we, we so often turn towards the medication, but then you're stuck taking those pills for the rest of your life. And I don't know too many people that want to, to be stuck living, uh, you know, living the life they want because of the pills that, that they're able to take as opposed to taking the long view and, and working. And it's going to take work and it takes some sacrifice and some dedication. But the payoff is huge when you know, you're able to be 70, 80 years old and you're still able to, to play with your grandkids and really play with them, not just kind of be there, but really run around, chase them around and just you know, be active, travel, do whatever it is that you want to do. You, know, you got to plant those seeds now to, to reap that fruit down the road. So Denny, there's probably people are listening saying, man, I, I know I would need accountability with this. I know I need it. I just need a little help. You offer some group training. Can you talk about that real quick? Yeah, it's something that, that's fairly new to me. I've been in the, the personal training world for a while and, and I've gotten into the, the run coaching and, and kind of working with runners to improve on that aspect of, you know, of having kind of that, that accountability and that structure that's in place when you can have that objective person putting the plan in place. And I've had people asking about group options and doing group training programs. And I struggle because I really believe that the best way to do anything is to have customized, you know, have to have things that work for you. Because if I was trying to put a plan together for the three of you guys right now, we've got three different fitness levels, probably three different goal levels of what you're trying to accomplish. So it's very hard to have a one size fits all solution. But one thing that I'm starting to do now is pick some races, some running races, and put group plans together for that particular race so that at least everybody's running the same race on the same day. So that eliminates one variable of having people you know, training for a race that's three weeks beforehand and then one today and then three weeks later. And then also having some built-in kind of frameworks, but allowing for a lot of customization and, and really allowing some tweaking to enable the group plans, the kind of the generic options to not force 
the members of the group into those generic options, but to really take those generic options and customize them for each person. So it's a little bit of a hybrid between group and individual. And it's fairly new. I, j- I just started doing it recently. And, and it, the first race that I'm putting the, the group in, in place for is the uh, Wine and Dine Half Marathon, which is at Walt Disney World in the fall. It's in November. And um, I'm really excited for it because I think it's going to be a nice blend of the social aspect and the, the price aspect, frankly, of, of the group. The, the prices are going to be cheaper because you have the, the group option. But at the same time, there's still going to be enough customization for it that I really believe that it can help each person in the group with where they are and where they're trying to go. I love it. So, Denny, we're going to start to wrap up here. Who is doing something that interests you? Man, there's so many people. And, and I'm, I honestly, this is one of the questions I was most worried about because I, I just knew that you know, no matter who you say, there's 10 other people that I could mention. But I had somebody on the show recently who, his name's Jeffrey James Benny. He's, he's a comedian and an actor out in Los Angeles. And he just started running a few years ago and he's lost over 100 pounds already. And, and he's training for the Leadville 100 mile ultra marathon later this summer. And, um, He's putting together this whole thing. He's, he's got a film crew going. He's got an Indiegogo campaign and, and the whole nine yards. But they're going to do a film and he's going to tie into a, a stand-up kind of comedy routine intermixed with the film. And I just think it's really cool kind of what he's trying to do with this and just kind of his backstory and, and how he's gotten to the point that he is now with being very much overweight. And now he's losing a lot of weight as, as he's getting into the running. And it's just, you know, he's not your stereotypical ultra marathoner, which is really neat to see as well. So he's definitely the projects that he's working on has got me really interested right now. What what episode of the of your podcast was that? That was episode eighty. Okay, so Diz runs with podcast episode eighty. If people want to check that out, it's dizruns dot com slash zero eight zero. Even better, zero eight zero. Wow, that is awesome. So, Denny, where's the best place for listeners to stay connected with you online? I'm everywhere, pretty much. I'm Diz Runs. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those types of things. Um, if you search Diz Runs, you'll find me or dizruns dot com. Of course, all the links are there as well. Great. And of course, Denny, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? I mean, I think just, you know, just continuing to to keep going and no matter what it is, whether you ever want to run a day in your life or not, no matter what it is, when when the struggles come and and they're going to come, I I think we all know that at some point we're going to deal with with adversity. Just keep going and, you know, the payoff will be well worth it in the end. Denny, you are doing great stuff, man. And and I love the group idea with the uh, preparation for the run coming up in November at, at Walt Disney World. That sounds like a lot of fun. So Diz Runs with Podcast, if people want to check that out in iTunes, and then DizRuns.com. Uh, Denny, what was your Star of the Doubts experience like? What do you think? It was fun. That was a lot of fun. It's uh, it's different to have... I've never done one of these shows where you have multiple hosts and co-hosts and questions coming from different angles, but it's a, it's a lot of fun that way. I, re- I really appreciate it. <laughs> We like the controlled chaos. We, we try to use the word controlled, but it's mostly chaos. But, <laughs> hey, Denny, thank you so much for taking action, for being supportive of us. And uh, we want to return that to you. And, and we're just grateful that you you know, reached out and that you're a guest today. And, and hopefully, best wishes to everything with your business and with running and, and life, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> You know, if you're getting ready to, to try to run a race, you know, it's just about like anything else. You just got to put in the work and take the time. And, you know, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and say, hey, I'm, I think I want to run a marathon and then the next day be able to go out and do it because it takes a little bit more uh, time and effort than that.